This is the KOW Philly Soccer Show. I'm KOW's Greg Orlandini with Mike Servideo from the Philly Soccer Page. We preview the Union's match against the Impact with Stu Callen from the Montreal Gazette, and we talk some Gold Cup as well. What's the story of the M- Montreal Impact this season? They, you know, they had a pretty good year last year. They're kind of in the same spot the Union are, kind of churning right right near the uh, the playoff line to get over that red line. What's what's kind of the the Impact story this year? Well, I wrote a column for uh, Tomorrow's Gazette and just basically saying disappointing is the best word to describe their season so far. Uh, as the team last year, they went on a real good run in the playoffs, made it all the way to the Eastern Conference Final, uh, played in front of 60,000 fans at Olympic Stadium here in Montreal in Game 1 of the uh, Conference Final against Toronto FC. Uh, over a million Canadians watched the game on TV here on uh, TSN and RDS, or Canadian uh, versions of ESPN. And, uh, you know, they lost in overtime in game two in Toronto. They had a couple of busloads of fans who went down for that game. A heartbreaking loss. But at the end of the season, the impact were really on a roll. And, uh, you know, in Montreal, the Canadians will always be number one. And then we have the Alouettes of the Canadian Football League and the impact sort of battling for the second place uh, uh, behind the Canadians. And the impact seemed to have moved into that second spot ahead of the Alouettes who missed the playoffs in the CFL last year. So it was, it was a real chance this year for the impact to build off of that and the momentum they had. And they've really struggled. You know, they're at the midway point of the season now. They have a 5-6-6 six, and six record. They're ninth place in the 11-team uh, Eastern Conference. And, you know, it's a good chance the way things are going that they, they might miss the playoffs. So a lot of the momentum they had last year, both uh, on the field and in the stand, seems to have worn off. So I think disappointing is, is the best word to describe it so far. Yeah, I mean, you say it's it's disappointing so far. I think, you know, you can look at the second second half of the season as, as maybe a, a little bit of a clean slate. You're still within uh, grasp of a playoff spot. Do you think that's the goal at this point for this impact team? Because I feel like that's the goal for the union right now is just to be above the red line at the end of the season. Yeah, that's the goal right now. I mean, the way the schedule worked, they're, they're just, you know, they played tomorrow against Philadelphia, as you guys know, and it's in a two, they've had a two-week break in the schedule. Uh, the way things worked out. So a lot of their guys were able to take a vacation with their family, get away from soccer, sort of clear their mind. Uh, before the break, they had played six games in 18 days. So they had a really grueling schedule ahead of this, not only MLS, but they played in the Canadian Championship against Toronto FC, uh, two games against them, losing to Toronto, uh, again, like they did last year in the playoffs. So just at practice this morning, that was sort of the whole talk is about, you know, looking forward to the second half. Um, you know, the managing director, uh, Adam Brass, said, you know, the, they realized they need to make some changes. Uh, they made a trade just before, uh, just during the break to get a, a defensive back uh, from San Jose. Uh, they were missing you know, the spot they needed to, to bolster. And today they uh, they announced that they're close to signing a defender from uh, Deanne Boldor from uh, Bologna FC, who uh, they figure that'll be finalized in the next couple of days and he'll join the team. So they sort of, they have a, uh, Bologna FC in, in Syria as the Joey Saputo, the owner and president of the Impact, is also a majority shareholder of that team. So, you know, that's where they got Matteo Man, uh, Mancoso. That's where they got Blair Amzamali earlier this year as a designated player. Um, so they have sort of a feeder system there for the team. So, I mean, the, you know, the two weeks off, it really is a fresh start. It's uh, for the second half, just the way the schedule worked out. And uh, they're also lucky, you know, seven of the next nine games for the Impact are at home and 10 of their last 17. So there is some reason for optimism if they can get things together that they should or could make the playoffs. What can you point to as, like, kind of the biggest weakness of Montreal? Because I, always, I look at them on paper, and to me they kind of jump out as a, at least a decent team. They're, they have kind of good guys at, at, at the skilled positions and uh, and stuff like that. So what, what, what what's the 
biggest kind of deficit the team has right now? It's been defensively. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've they've you know they've lost in the first half of the season. They they basically threw away seven points by just having glaring defensive breakdowns late in games that they should have either earned a point or three points, and uh, and that's really hurt them uh, so far. They've had a lot of injuries too. Uh, that's been a problem. Mateo Moncoso, their striker, was out for for a while. Uh, Ignacio Piatti, who was their leading score with eight goals. He won't play again tomorrow night. He's got an abductor injury. He's mm-hmm. missed the last, uh, this will be his third game that he's going to miss. Um, so they've had injuries and they've just, they're just defensively, I mean, the, they seem to have the players there. Uh, Adam Braz mentioned today is just a case of commitment and willing to pay the price defensively and, and some maybe mental breakdowns late in games that have really cost them. So, I mean, going forward, I mean, they were saying today that the main thing is to improved defensively, cut down on the goals against. They've given up uh, 29 through half a season, which you know, obviously on pace for 58, which is quite a few. They've scored 27. So offensively, they're doing okay, but they're just you know, defensively and, and breakdowns late in the game have been their two sort of uh, weak points for the first half. I know one of the things that I'm interested in watching in the game tomorrow is to see Blurham Desmali, who we didn't see when uh, Montreal came to Philadelphia earlier in the season. He wasn't with the club yet. What has he brought to the team since he's arrived? He really controls the game through the midfield. He's a really highly skilled uh, international player. As I say, I'm coming from the Italian uh, uh, Bologna team. Uh, seven games at the impact. He has three goals and four assists. Uh, he, he's, you know, he, he's Piatti is, is up to now their best player. Uh, Zamali is, is probably their most skilled technical player. Uh, he's a lot of fun to watch. He, he can go back and play defense. He can move up and, and be a scoring threat. Uh, he, he, you know, he's impactful over the whole, uh, the entire field. And he, he's really a fun guy to watch. He's a fun player to watch also. And it's been a bit of an adjustment, like a lot of guys coming over from Europe and Italy with the, uh, the officiating in MLS where a lot of, it's a lot rougher, a lot mm. more of a physical game than they're used to over in Europe. So the first couple of games, you'd see him throwing his hands up in the air quite a bit and sort of <laughs> discussing with the ref and getting frustrated at yeah. that. But, uh, you know, he'll adjust as the other guys have and get used to the way the game's played or the way it's called here. But, uh, no, he's a fun player to watch. He's a really skilled, talented midfielder. That, that reminds me a lot of Tranquillo Barnetta, another Swiss midfielder <laughs> that came to the league and, yeah. and did a lot of similar hands of the throwing, throwing what up. What was yeah. that? Yeah. What do you got to do to get a foul? When Drogba came here a couple of years ago to Montreal, it was a similar thing with him. You guys <laughs> were basically tackling him on the field. Right. He was just throwing his hands up in the air. <laughs> you're losing it at times so uh but you know it's a different game here and and i guess as more and more players uh come over and especially as i mentioned with the impacts connection with the bologna team i guess uh, the word get you know the, they maybe have a better idea now coming here of what to expect but again until you've actually played and experienced it uh you know it's, it's something you need to learn <laughs> so like like kind of we alluded to the union and montreal kind of in the same boat you know standings wise at least um mm-hmm. Is that a concern for Montreal with a union team coming in here that's like desperate to get points, kind of probably gunning for at least a draw, but you know, also this is a team that's kind of even with them. They probably feel like they could get all three going up to Montreal. Is that, is that something you think, uh, the Montreal coaches are concerned about that they're going to get a, a, a union team that's really up for it, uh, yeah, on Wednesday? Definitely. I mean, it's a, it's a big game for both teams. You know, the union's a point, but they're a point ahead of Montreal. Montreal has a game in hand. As I mentioned earlier, Montreal's in ninth place, so you know they've got uh, they've got three, three, four teams to jump over if they want to get into the playoffs. So tomorrow it's a case of uh, you know a loss would put them four points behind Philadelphia. You know another team to pass if they can win tomorrow, uh, they'll jump ahead of Philadelphia. That's one last team to pass in, in uh, 
going for the playoff spot. So, you know, tomorrow's a huge game. It's a really, it's probably even a bigger game for the Impact just because they're at home. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, they've been pretty quite successful at home this season. They're four two and one at home. You now they've struggled on the road like a lot of teams in MLS do, or most teams in MLS do. Uh, so, I think it, tomorrow's just a huge game for the Impact. And they play again. They're home again Saturday night against Dallas. So. You know, if they can if they can win these two games and pick up six points, it'll be a much rosier picture uh, for them two games into the second half of the season. I don't imagine that you guys get to see a ton of Union games up in uh, Montreal, but what what is what does the the Philadelphia Union look like coming into Montreal? Who are the guys that you're you're looking at and making sure that you're defending if if you're the the impact? No, we we, we really don't get to see them much <laughs> here. Uh, you know, so it's it's a tough sort of question for me to answer, but. You know, as you mentioned before, there are two teams that are in a similar situation fighting for uh, their lives in the playoffs. And, and you know, the win for Philadelphia, obviously, on the road would be huge, as I mentioned before, just the way teams struggle uh, on the road in MLS. And uh, so it's, you know, it's two teams, uh, you know, fighting for fighting for a playoff spot. And, and every game is important and uh, for the home team, even more important. You know, if you can steal three points as the road team, it's a it's really a, a victory. But if you lose three at home, it's it's even more of a more of a downer. Well, Stu, I thank you very much for hopping on with us uh, tonight. If people want to check out your work, uh, where can they find you out there? Uh, MontrealGazette.com or on Twitter. I'm at Stu Cowan one, and uh, we'll have coverage of the game tomorrow. It should be a lot of fun for fans who are Philly are watching. One of the things. Uh, uh, there's a big uh, bell behind uh, one of the nets at Saputo Stadium called the North Star Bell, and they invite a different person to ring the bell every game. And tomorrow night, it's going to be former Expos pitcher Bill Lee ringing the bell. So if the Impact Ooh. score a goal, uh, the cameras might uh, flash to Bill Lee, the spaceman, they're banging the bell at the Saputo <laughs> Stadium. That's great. I personally miss the Expos. What a great team, great logo. <laughs> you know, that that's like formative years of my baseball uh, fandom, you know, there's kind of pretty good expo teams in the 80s and 90s and stuff, so that's pretty cool to me anyway. <laughs> that's right. Now we got Tim Raines going into the Hall of Fame. Oh, yeah, yeah. And also the weekend after next year. I love <laughs> so, it, man. Uh, all right. Thanks a lot, Stu, for joining us. Take care. Thanks, Stu. No, no problem, guys. Anytime. Uh, Stu Gowan from the Montreal Gazette. I didn't know about your, your I, secret expo it's, fandom. It's, it's like I'm not a fan, <laughs> but I, it, it's just growing up, they had the cool logo. They did have a cool logo. It was logo. like the whole, um, you know, it, like you know, the eighties they still had kind of the crazy, uh, crazy uniforms in in yeah. you know, in Major League Baseball, and then you know the Expos always stood out. I mean, and, and the Phillies and Expos always kind of seemed to have really great games against each other. So yeah, and it, it, I think baseball's for, for the lesser to not have that Montreal uh, presence anymore. Yeah, I you know I was shocked when I was I was in Canada a couple of weeks ago how much love that there is for the Blue Jays in the whole of Canada. Well, I guess it's there, you know. I mean, I, granted, I was traveling in, in eastern Canada, but like, you know, Nova Scotia, yeah. Prince Edward Island, they they have the Blue Jays on all the time. That's, that's I guess, you know, it's the national team. There, it is. I guess, it's, in a lot of it's ways. It's the team. But, you know, we don't talk baseball. We talk <laughs> soccer here well, on, good, on the Philly Soccer Show. good for everybody because I don't know a damn thing about baseball. <laughs> but um, I thank, once again, I want to thank Stu. Uh, pretty insightful into Montreal. And Montreal is a team. Uh, they're, they're a conundrum to me because, like I said, you know, they do have some defensive uh, frailty, uh, for sure. But in their skilled spots, they, they kind of jump out of you. They have some solid guys. I know injuries kind of thin them out. So it just, and Stu said they're a disappointing team. And I kind of, I kind of echo that. I thought they'd be a better team this year. Yeah. I mean, especially based on the, the run that they made at the end of last year. And yeah. they were able to keep that team mostly together. You, you brought in a guy like Desmali, who I think, uh, you know, I'm, I'm excited to see in the game tomorrow because mm-hmm. we didn't see him when the, when the impact came to Philadelphia. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I, I think. Union fans will be grateful that Piotti is not there. Oh God, he's he, he, he was the he one that the really. Union. Yeah, I mean, he really 
changed that game the last time that the impact came oh, back from goal, 3-0. Right? But I, I mean, just not, not the, even a goal, like a goal where he beats four guys <laughs> right, and then just cut the, the unit of shreds. Yeah. yeah, he cut the unit of shreds in that game. Um, this is big. These are three really big games. Again, it's like it seems like every couple weeks the Union have these like block of three games that are really big. And this is another well, when you, one. When you don't win for the first no. eight games of the season, they all become pretty big. No, that's that's <laughs> absolutely fair. But so you have Montreal and a home and home with, with Columbus, with the yeah. crew. And these are two teams that you're chasing. The crew yeah. right now are above the red line. They're in the playoffs. Yeah. Montreal's behind you. If you could get you make a point in Montreal, you get a point. In Montreal kind of keep four them out of that back. Columbus series. Yeah, that's I think you can enormous. be pretty pretty content with that. That would be big. And and you put a gun to my head. You've asked me if the Union are a playoff team right now today. I don't think so. I don't it's think close, they're though. they're quite there. And it's going to lead me into like I think the next part of our discussion, which we talked about a little bit before uh, off mic. They need something extra. They need kind of a. a Assigning to happen, I think. Yeah, well, I mean, we've we've talked about this at nauseum. They're still missing the ten. Yeah, you know, I I think you know, I think tomorrow's game will be very interesting with the amount of players that are missing for both sides. Yeah. But I mean, a number of central players missing for the union. Um, we're not quite sure if Ali Bedoya is going to be available. His uh-huh. daughter was born this morning. Right. I think, I, I think it. They're they're hopeful, but uh, he, I think for sure Saturday. Yeah. Maybe tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, maybe, you know, or whenever you're listening, maybe Wednesday he'll be there for, yeah. for the and, Montreal and then, game. Uh, did you see the news that came out late in the day with Derek Jones? Uh, yeah, the concussion. So yeah. he's out. Yeah. So um, I think you're going to get what – is, what is your your midfield tomorrow? Harris, Warren, yeah. Caval, yeah. and probably Roland Allberg in the 10? Uh, if I had to bet, yeah, I, I would think. And, and because you're going to need Elsini on the right now yeah. because you're thin there because Pontius – Staying with the national team. Interesting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we'll get the national team stuff in a minute, but your opponents are staying with the national team. And, you know, we just found out today about Fabian Herbers. Yeah. He's going to miss a chunk of time now with yeah, a sports turner. Yeah. But at least, at least, you know, six, at least eight weeks, six, eight weeks, it looks like. I mean, and with a quick turnaround time, too, I think you'll, you know, I, I think you're going to have to see a guy like Marcus Epps for mm-hmm. 30 minutes in the second half. Um, you know, Fafapako is going to have to have a, an impactful game. Uh, absolutely. I didn't mean the pun there. Sorry. <laughs> I, was, I, I, I totally missed yeah, it for a sec, but uh-huh. thank you. Um, yeah, and do you think Epps is there for a start? you think he's there yet? Um, you know, I'd, be, I'd be interested to see it. Yeah. I, I think, you know, it'd be interesting. I don't know. Just again, short turn around, he's a young yeah. guy. You could, you could kind of, I, I think you could trust him in that yeah. to, to give you yeah. 60 minutes at Maybe, this point. Maybe. Maybe if you, if you look at it, you want to rotate a little bit. You start El Cineo in Montreal and maybe give Epps the home game. Yeah, I mean, I think that would yeah, I, th- I think it's certainly sense. easier for a rookie to start at home. Yeah, um, but you know, I don't think we've seen anything out of him that says that he's not up for it. No, I mean, he's been no. pretty positive when he's come on late in the games. I think you know you have to question how much he has in the tank. You know, yeah. a starting role in MLS for a rookie guy, it's it's tough yeah, when you've not been going and, that long. And you got to play the game differently than when you know Jim taps you on the. Shoulder and says, "All right, go bust it for twenty five minutes. Right. You know, see if we can make something happen. Instead of, all right, I need you for seventy minutes. Yeah. You know, so you got to like play a little. You know, just kind of conserve your energy more. You play a little differently. You have a little different mindset. So, but I, I'd like to see him get a start. I think he's played well enough that, like you said, him getting a start wouldn't be crazy. No, I don't. I don't think so. And and I, I I'd probably side with you. I'd say it, it'd be a little bit more comfortable to start him at home. Yeah, yeah. And, um, give El Senior the, the run on the right.
what are you thinking about El Cino and Alberg together on that, that that line of three? And we've not we've not seen a line of three that's El Cino, Alberg, and uh, Fafa. I, you haven't. Um, I don't know. Uh, this is going to be interesting because it's it's do, maybe they'll complement each other a little bit because you have El Cino all right, but he's the guy that could be on the ball more, and then that might give. Oberg a little more space. He, I mean, he likes to go into space, look for the ball, kind of look at goal. So maybe if he has somebody out there that's like holding the ball, kind of maybe dragging the defender towards him, they'll open up a little more something, a little something, and he'll kind of get into space and and, and kind of use it. I, I'm speculating. I mean, I'm trying to imagine. Yeah. I'm trying to imagine what this looks like. Yeah. yeah. No, I, th- I it's 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 going to be interesting to see how mm. much of the ball they can get too. Yeah. Um, you know, I think that, that the possession that's going to be a little bit of a key tomorrow. I think you'd, you'd like to see the Union get on the ball and hold it up a little mm-hmm. bit. You know, I think it's going to be a big day for CJ Sapong, especially going up against a guy like Lawrence Simon, right. um, who absolutely mauled him the last yeah. time we were in, in Philadelphia. Oh yeah, I mean he that was ridiculous that Simon played that whole game. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he didn't get. A, I don't think he got a yellow card until like the seventieth yeah, minute. That was really. He had two yellow card worthy fouls in the first twenty five. <laughs> he really, he probably shouldn't have survived the first half. Yeah. I mean, that was really bad. Yeah, um, uh, yeah, it's, it's, especially if you you know looking at the Kansas City game where they didn't have much interest in having the ball or or yeah. couldn't right that, pull I mean, the ball at all. Wasteful with the ball. Yeah. It was that was a that was a frustrating one. I don't think you'll want a repeat performance of that no, game. No, you don't. I, think, I mean, you're happy. I think we were we were we all said it. They were lucky to get that point yeah. in Kansas City. You're happy with the point you take it, but you kind of look at the game. You look at it nuts and bolts, and it's probably not how you wanted to get there. Right. Um. And it's it's Montreal. It's not probably is not as good as Kansas City. Yeah, no, I think. Not. Um. It's not as and especially this Montreal team missing yeah. a couple of key players. Um. I'd like to see him go for a little more. I mean, if you again, this is another situation. You walk out there with a point, you're happy with that. Yeah. But I think the potential for three points is there. Yeah, I think so too. You know, especially with them missing Piotti, mm-hmm. uh, Jackson Hamel has been pretty good for them. Yeah. Uh, you know, th- those those are guys that have been contributing things yeah. for them. I think it's it's going to be about whether they can contain contain Desmali. I think. You know, I think if 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 Harris and probably I'm thinking it's Warren Craval. Can have a have mm-hmm. a good day against him. I think that's going to go a long way in that 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 battle. Yeah, that, that's the other thing. If you know, if they need Harris to do that, does that take his passing game out of, out of it a little well, bit? I, think, I mean, you're looking for Warren to break things up, yeah, and then you're looking for Harris to be on the ball and make good decisions, right? Right. Um, so you know, if if Desmali is on the ball more than Harris, I think you're probably in for a little bit of a long evening. Mm-hmm. But, for sure. So we'll we'll see how that works out. I'm, I'm interested to see Domodoro going against Winaldum. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of skill against skill. That's, uh, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if I'd call Adoro skill. Well, fast, fast. Okay, <laughs> fast against young. Okay, there you go. <laughs> we'll, we'll call it that. That, if that, if that. We'll call it that. That's okay. fine. Yeah, that's going to be an interesting matchup. Um, and we assume you know Ray's going to get the start again. Uh, I don't, and I don't seeing anything else. And you got the the, the tandem, the, the twin towers now. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, just, I mean, like just, drew, just like we had up, drew it up at yeah, the beginning like of the season. Up, and, you know, yeah. the, the rookie from England and the the old head has never played an MLS. Yep, that's your that's your uh, that's your tandem at, at yeah. the center back right now with Gooch and, and Jack Jack Elliott. So, um, yeah, this is going to be an interesting one because Montreal's all stuff always weird stuff always happens against Montreal. It feels yeah. like and 
you know, you had the. the it's that, a tough place to play too. Yeah, I've been up there. It's loud. Yeah, it's loud. It's and French. It's, it's French. <laughs> Cursing you in French. It's really weird. They no. do. They do that damn Ale yeah. chant for the whole game. It's oh, kind of annoying. Yeah. I'm gonna admit. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um. I'm not ripping. I'm not totally ripping Montreal. I love Montreal. Okay. I love Montreal. It's a really beautiful great city. city. Great city. Um, <laughs> so you screw, totally screwing my train of thought here. But anyway, <laughs> I'm sorry. like I said, three points are there, though. I three think points so. are yeah. on, on, on the table here. Um, we just got to see how Montreal reacts. Yeah, it's, it's going to be. I mean, they, they've it's a team with a lot of draws. Yeah. Um, so I, you know, I'd take a draw. Um, yeah, if we'll do. A, Prediction early. I'll 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 say another one one like they like they had in uh, Kansas City. I think the Allberg will get another goal. Yeah, I, I, I'm going to stick with the draw theme, but I'm going to go a little higher scoring and say two two. Let's hope. Let's see some goals. I like to see some goals. Um. So again, do we have any inkling, confidence, feeling that, that we're going to see a signing? I have no idea. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not been rumored. That that's the thing with this regime. Yeah, of, you know, of the I, union. There are no rumors. Yeah, it's it's very things t- happen when they happen, and, and they kind of happen. They just kind of happen. You yeah. know, I mean, it's not like the, the Sikhevich, uh era where there was there's leaks constantly, and yeah. things, things were kind of always floated out. There. I mean, I think the the need is still there, yeah. and the you know the company line from the union remains. You know, if the player is available that we can bring in, we'll do mm-hmm. that. You know, so I. I, I don't know. I I think I think they need somebody still. I think you you said it earlier that if if you're looking to push into that last playoff spot or those last couple of playoff spots, you're you're a player short for getting there right now. There are, I think they really are. Yeah. Uh, and I I don't know organizationally if there's anybody. If there's somebody. And uh, we, t- we 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 talk about Najem a lot. If he's a guy that. You could start filtering in. That could be a difference maker. I don't know. I don't think so. I mean, I, I, being that we've not seen a lot yeah. of him this far into the and, season. And honestly, if he was that guy, at this point, we're you know a little over, a little right around halfway through. He probably would be the guy by now. Yeah, you just get that feeling. So, I th- you know, I think he's a young guy with mm-hmm. a lot of upside. Yeah, and I think for the, sure. the people that watch Steel a lot say lots of good things, mm-hmm. and I think that's that's exciting. But you know, I, th- I think probably still a yeah. year away at least. Uh, I, w- I would think. I, th- I, I think you know. I mean, this team is craving a DP ten. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I I know that we don't see a lot of DPs come through Philadelphia, but yeah, it's, yeah. I mean, that's that's really when you look at it, it's what you need. I mean, it, it's this team. It, it's their their donut. They they got that hole in the middle. Yeah. I mean, they and they they really needed somebody to come in there, and I think it would just help so much. And I just don't get the feeling there's that urgency to make that sign. Yeah, I. I don't. I don't either. But they have, I don't know. Right. I mean, again, you don't know. I mean, Ernie kind of does things when Ernie yeah. does his thing, and that's fine. I mean, they had the guy in from uh, uh, Costa Rica a couple weeks ago. Heard different reports about why it didn't work out, but it didn't work out. That's yeah. fine. I'm not saying make a signing just to make it, and it turns no, out to be the wrong one. Well, we don't want that. We definitely don't want that. Um, we've we've been through that. We certainly have, but it, it, it's if it, it, they. I know the, the the party line is we're building, we're building academy, bring the young guys through, and all that. But you get there's like kind of you can have two tracks. You can have that. You have to have two tracks, and you can have the, you know, here and now, th- thinking. Well, I, I, and I, you're close enough to being a playoff team, and you're close enough to kind of making kind of an evolutionary leap <laughs> that you can add a player and kind of make it happen. Yeah, and I. I, I 
I, I think that it has to come from outside right now. Yeah. It, whether it's a trade within the league or mm-hmm. if it's a foreign signing, I, I, there's, there's not. I don't think that Najem is ready to step into this level right. yet. I, I don't see any other players in the academy pipeline, and, and I'm not convinced that we need to have all academy players coming through and, and being on the first team. Yeah. I, I think that's it's, and I don't know if it's it's the strict philosophy at the union, but it, it certainly seems like the philosophy, mm-hmm. and I, I kind of don't agree with it. I don't. I no, don't. Even, I don't think. I don't think the fans care where the players come I, from I, if the team wins. I mean, even the greatest academy in the world. You know, the, the, I mean, it's a part of it. But Barcelona, the greatest. Yeah. You know, who turns out players? They still paid a hundred million dollars for Neymar. Right. Right. They they still get they guys. Might be paying, they might be selling them for two hundred or something. It could be, but but exactly. I mean, that they still make you know the effort to bring in other guys right. when they need to. Right. To to, to again. Because you have those two tracks, you have planning for the future, working through the academy, building your youth, and the here and now, right? And and they operate in that. So it, it, it's, I'd like it to happen. I don't see it happening. Yeah, there, I, there's very little until indication. until I hear otherwise. Yeah, I have to agree. It's I very mean, little I, indication. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, they did make one signing though. Another academy again. Another academy player, Anthony Fontana, yeah. uh, the pride of Delaware, and Peter. Peter Andrews will be very happy to he was about very that. Excited. I'm sure that's uh, you know our, the a resident correspondent from the first state, Mr. Peter Andrews. But <laughs> um, it's fine. And apparently, everybody's very high on him. He's yeah. one of the top academy guys yeah. that's coming through. And I think just because the way these things work, the contract actually kicks in on the first of the year that he can he comes into the first team. I guess it's for roster and okay. money and all kind yeah. of. The MLS is very complicated. Um, yeah, but. And that's great, and it's great, and you you hope he's he's a kid that can give you something in a couple of years. Yeah, no, I, I, I think so. Um, you know, he's got a number of players that play his position in front of him yeah. right now, and I think he's got some good guys to learn from. You know, yeah. particularly if he's modeling himself after a guy like Alabador, mm-hmm. right? Right. Because he kind of says is, he was that box to box type mm-hmm, number eight mm-hmm. midfielder. Um, so you know, I think he's he's got a couple of really good guys to learn from. You know, not only Ali but Harris, and uh, yeah. he's got you know a track to to look in. In front of and see Derek Jones' right. progression, um, so I, I, you know, I, th- I, th- I think it's exciting. But you know, again, a guy that's probably mm-hmm. one, two, three years away right. from yeah. being a, an impactful player on this team. Um, yeah, yeah. So I mean, good for the kid, good for the organization. I'm, Seemingly showed very well on the weekend. I, I missed a game on the yeah. weekend. Yeah, uh, yeah. Apparently, a lot I of like people, a good time. Yeah, a lot of people were really excited that he made it on, on the field against Swansea and looked good doing it and. Uh, I don't know if that's a thing that like pushed it over the edge, or I'm, I'm sure it was always kind of. Yeah, he was always kind of the next guy in the academy to move up. Yeah, you know, on their chart. But it was nice to kind of get him out there with the first team and sure. you know, at, well, that's, at what, that's what the best. That's what these friendlies are the best right. for. Absolutely. You know, um, uh, you know, you look at the the friendly last year and Derek Jones featured right. in that game. Right. Exactly. You, you see where he's progressed to this yeah. season. So I remember, you know, many years ago, uh, Shannon Williams made his debut on a friendly and, yeah. you know, turned into having a nice career. I, I, yeah, I guess there's also been a, a number of other guys that have been yeah, there. Yeah, we're just kind of, yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> so anyway, uh, moving on. So Gold Cup. Gold Cup. We'll talk a little in bit about that. In Philadelphia happening tomorrow, Wednesday night, whenever you're talking, the USA are in town. Kind of right right after the Union game. Right? Yeah. Union's at 7.30. Union's at 7.30. So. USA's at 9. So yeah. you should theoretically be able to watch most of the USA mm-hmm, game. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, I'll hopefully be covering the USA game, although my credential from CONCACAF is still pending, despite okay. the game being tomorrow, I'm being totally CONCACAF. 
<laughs> You're not the first. Yeah. You should that should be a t shirt. Yeah. I'm I've, I've been I've, conca-caft. I've been conca-caft. Yeah. Um What are your impressions? Okay. I'm gonna we're we're I'm gonna get into a hot take zone. This tournament has not been good. No, it's been some pretty poor soccer. There are too many games where I watch where one team has zero interest in playing. Yeah. Uh Jamaica, which I was really disappointed in because I was looking forward to that Jamaica Mexico game. I thought oh, that was, that gonna was be a good terrible game, game of that soccer. Was an awful game. The last half hour of it was particularly right. grueling. I mean, they were wasting time at like the tenth minute, I yeah. think, Jamaica. And was I was disappointed because you know, it's the reggae boys are always athletic, they're fun, yeah. they run, you know, they attack. And Andre Blake's playing. I mean, the, Corey Burke, who's with the Steel, he's he he was on the team, it's, and it's not been good. And it's not been good. <laughs> I, th- I think the, the best storyline out of this tournament so far has been that Canada has been decent. <laughs> uh yeah, and which is a sad state of affairs for a yeah, soccer that, tournament. That, <laughs> that's that. There's your headline for you know the Canadian national team. We've been okay. Yeah, we've. We've, We've been okay, comma, sorry. No, yeah. I'm just, sorry. <laughs> sorry, it was a cheap shot at our friends up north. But um, and I think somebody, I forget who made the point on Twitter that said maybe it's time to go to every four years yes. instead of having this off-year yes. tournament in the middle of nothing, uh, you know, kind of in the heart of like, uh, World Cup qualifying yes. where, you know, yeah, I, I'm hoping that the the infusion of uh, players called up for the knockout round brings the level of the tournament up. And you have to think it's going to a little bit. I right. mean, just, if you're just judging on the the guys that the USA called in, mm-hmm. I think they they made a drastic improvement at the goalkeeper position. Yeah, <laughs> they brought they brought in Clint Dempsey to, to play up top. Um, how worried are we about Brad Guzan? I'm pretty worried. Yeah, I'm. I'm kind of, I don't know if like, like uh, if I was an Atlanta fan right now, I'd be kind of like that. Couple of years at Aston Villa, I think, really scarred him. <laughs> yeah, I think the last two months at Middlesbrough didn't yeah. do anything for him either. But yeah, he, that guy hasn't played behind a defense in about four years. Yeah, he hasn't really covered himself in glory too no, many times either. No, but um, you know, I'm thinking back to that game against Martinique last week. Like, that was tough. That, that was. I mean, I mean that, he, he that, makes that, a, the, the first goal. He makes a stunning save and then yeah. lets in a pretty easy follow up. Right. You know, you don't want to fault the goalkeeper for a guy following up a, a hard shot from eight yards, but it goes through his hands. Yeah, yeah it, it was it was tough. I mean, that was a really tough game. Yeah. <laughs> um. You know, and and you can see. I mean, Bruce Arena. He's using this. I think. It's nice if they win. I'm sure Bruce's attitude. It's nice if we win this tournament. We want to win this, this tournament. This is a player assessment. But tournament. I'm, you know, he's churning the he's churning the the squad around yeah. every game in the group. Yeah, because um, he, he and that's fine. That's his prerogative. It's an off. You're not playing this tournament. You're not playing for anything. You're not going to the Confederations Cup. Yeah, I, were you, were you shocked that he kept Chris Pontius? Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't get why. Um, I haven't uh, seen a lot from him. Yeah, I mean, he, you know, we've he, not he, seen the training sessions, but I didn't. See a ton in the, the game. yeah. I mean, he he's you know he had a nice assist I think in the one game and or at least he set up a nice uh, a nice goal. Um, I don't know. I mean, especially because he let Kellen Rowe go. Who right. I thought was having a pretty impactful tournament. Right, and Dom Dwyer, you like uh, who, who you you would think you want to see some more of. Yeah, who who has two goals? Who has two goals? I know he missed the PK, but you know he is English. I mean that happens. But, uh, sorry, man. Yeah, I'm, Canada, I'm, England. Well, I'm, about, I'm, yeah, I'm, 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 I got a lot of bad jokes. Today, I'm sorry. 
<laughs> but um, yeah, you, I would think Dwyer's a guy you want to see, especially like you said, he scored goals. USA always use guys that scores goals. Yeah. So uh, even if you're not you're playing on maybe not playing him much, use him off the bench. I would think he's a guy you'd want around just to. Especially, he just got his first couple caps. Yeah, I, I agree you, with you. You want to kind of get him in, you know, kind of used to the U.S. system. Yeah. Um. So, I mean, that's a little confusing. I mean, again, it's you know, it's, this is all Bruce's prerogative, and this isn't the real national team right now. You're going to see that when when uh, what do you call it kicks back in uh, uh, qualifying kicks right. back in yeah. more. You know, no, this, like I said, this is a player assessment tournament. It's, mm-hmm. it's not a tournament about winning, which is weird to say. I mean, clearly yeah. you. Want to win? Right. You always want to win soccer games, but this this is about Bruce Arena seeing the players that he can make part of that World Cup team next yeah. year and and bring in during qualifying if he has to. Yeah, and you know, and he's he's looked at a lot of guys, and um, even though he left early, you would think Bedoya is probably still in the mix for qualifying and all. For the yeah, and imagine and that. that he would have stuck around if, if, if the his, personal circumstances didn't right, come up with. Right. A, and with congratulations, a by the way, to yeah, Ali Bedoya. Bedoya. Yeah, you know, good on him. Sounds like you know second kid. It sounds like everybody's healthy and fine. Yeah. So good for good for you, Allie. Yep. Uh, um, yeah. So, but kind of you know on, on the macro level, it's just been not a good tournament at all. And there's just too many teams that are in there that don't look to play. Yeah, I'm I'm a little I'm interested to hopefully see the the game in front of the USA game tomorrow yeah. too, which is, is two of the bigger teams in Concacaf playing each other with Panama and Costa Rica. Yeah. Yeah, you think those are two, you know, Costa Rica is always kind of in that vying for that who's the no- number three team in CONCACAF, and it's been them, well, it's been Honduras a little bit, but it's usually Costa Rica. I know Canada wants to be that, um, you know, you know, I think uh, uh, Drew's still out on that, but it's, you know, it's been Costa Rica. It's kind of been that third yeah. CONCACAF team. Uh, and Panama's decent. Panama, you know, P- Panama will go out and play. Yeah. So I mean, that's gonna that's gonna be a good game. Yeah. You know, I thought Panama came pretty pretty yeah. showed pretty well against the USA in the first game. Um. So you know, I I I, I hope it's a good game. Yeah. We we deserve a good game. Yeah. Well, I hope the Mexico Jamaica game was a good game. Yeah. And, and I just watched that. Like this is unbelievably bad. Yeah. I think bad. I put a movie on after like the 70th minute. Yeah. I was like, I'm not, I'm done. I missed some of the first I'll, half I'll, I'll and I'm follow, not sad about it. I'll find the score on Twitter. I'm done because <laughs> I'm not watching this anymore. Um, so yeah, I think uh, we got anything else. Mm. Here at the, yeah. I don't think so. Uh, so yeah, union, we, maybe um, still have to do a prediction before uh, on, on the Columbus game is the only one happens. So, I don't think we will do a prediction on the Sunday, on the Saturday. You can, uh, you can Columbus game. If, if you're really interested, you can tweet us. Uh, yeah, exactly. We'll yeah, we'll, we'll pretend that we know something <laughs> and come up with a prediction after the uh, after, after the Montreal game. Maybe we'll throw float a prediction out there on Twitter okay. or something like that, just if, to if, make yeah. you, make everybody out there happy. Um, and uh, I want to thank everybody for listening. We will catch everybody next week.